0: everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Bitten with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with great, amazing, rising artists. And today, like any other show, we've always got a great show for you. And we've got Ashton Shepherd today. You may have known her from the past, and she's done great things, and we're going to talk about some of that and get to know behind the scenes with her and the, her, her raw story. Anyway, Ashton, are you here? I sure am. So how's the weather? Uh, where well, well, you are right now.
1: Actually, it's pretty lovely it's um a lot of pollen everywhere and it's uh 84 degrees and sunshiny with some clouds in between and i think we're expecting some thunderstorms tomorrow but it is spring has sprung down here in south alabama
0: it's about the same here in south georgia because we're out of we're basically it out of georgia is.
2: yeah we have pollen everywhere right now too <laughs> right and that is not helping
1: with trying to differentiate between the symptoms of of the crazy virus deal we're all dealing with <laughs>
0: oh true and
1: yes
3: <laughs> and
0: what's bad is i've got bad allergies anyway and right I don't and even though well, sneezing <laughs> yeah, has do. nothing to do with this i mean even though sneezing right, like, has not, nothing I'm to do not, with this i
4: promise you,
1: i'm not going to give you the <laughs> i'm not going to give you the virus i've just got allergies <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so before we really get started tell us a little bit about you um, where you're from, um, where what are some of the hobbies you like to do outside of music? Just kind of the fluff fluff stuff before we really get deep into it, things.
1: Yeah, um well I'm in uh Coffeyville, Alabama and um uh, of course resorted to making multiple trips to Nashville over time and uh recording up there and um uh, fortunate to get my record deal with MCA, um, which is oh, wow. um, an umbrella under under Universal and then um and far as like my everyday you know, I've got a fourteen year old son, James, and a uh eight year old daughter, Raiden, and so I'm a mama and I'm, you know, obviously, um, a country music artist, singer, songwriter, and I spend a lot of time still with my parents. Uh, they're older and they've both been going through some health issues in the last year and so I haven't been I've been still working very hard towards my music. I'm completing a new album. Um uh, mm. Got a new single geared to to release. Of course, this whole Corona deal's got everybody sort of backslid for about a month or two, and that's okay because oh, yeah. we still got it there. Mm-hmm. We still got our recordings done, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. we're still able to go view social media. But uh, but I, I I enjoy being outside, and I don't do enough of that anymore. I think we all sort mm-hmm. of get a little stuck on our phones and computers because <laughs> it's what's part of what yeah. makes our living. But um, but I've I, I used to hunt a lot. I, I like turkey hunting, mm-hmm. deer hunting. I hadn't done that in a long time either. Kind of fell out of it. But um, but I like that sort of stuff. And of course, I, I love to write. I, I write poems and write um, and notebooks and stuff. Just about every mm-hmm. at least twice a week, minimally, like just poetry or putting my feelings down on paper. I enjoy yeah. that. I actually enjoy drawing and stuff. And uh, I love to read. So and, and that's what that stuff may sound really boring to people, but I think that all goes into me being an an artist.
0: Yeah. Is but, what I enjoy. It does. Mhm. And and you know, and we have, you know, an eight year old son and a one year old daughter. So we're just you know, oh, we <laughs> do ourselves. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, and that's almost the same age span difference between James and Raiden. It's a little <laughs> far but but it's it's I got a lot of time with my son one on one, you mm-hmm. know, before she came yeah. along, and then yes, um, it gets a little tough sometimes. With I have to try to teach my son daily or remind him to be patient. You know, remember that he was a little mm-hmm. one time.
3: You know, like just because you are fourteen <laughs> yeah.
1: doesn't mean that you need to be impatient with sister. You know, yeah. uh, right? But but yeah, I, I stay really busy just just juggling it all. You know, and I I feel like. And being completely honest, I could probably, I could probably be a little busier and more in the scene in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I have I've been mm-hmm. more there in the last year than I ever have. But mm-hmm. um, I just stay busy with with all of it and and keeping the mama hat on and a daughter hat on. And but I feel like my fans understand that too, and and I appreciate yeah. the opportunity to tell oh, people about it, like like
0: like I am with you right now. Mm. Yeah, and, that, and I think that's what makes you more off than a lot of people because, again, I think sometimes as an artist, people, they get out there, they get in this hunt, and there's and nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I I wholeheartedly believe that people should chase their dreams. I mean, what we're doing with our shows, chasing a dream. Um, but I think sometimes people can get in such a rut that they forget about their family. Well, and
1: they they do, and, and, I, and I think, you know, it's not even – um, I'm sure there's there's some folks that forget and, and it doesn't bother them. They don't mind the push aside mm-hmm. or the tunnel vision for what they're doing. But then you've also got the ones that don't even really realize
3: that they're yeah, doing exactly. it.
1: That they're forgetting. Mm-hmm. And you've got your, you know, I remember uh, specifically, I think it was the, the at Country Radio Seminar I, I think was the event. Mm-hmm. It was the luncheon Thing, if I'm not mistaken, and Jamie Johnson and several of us are backstage that were with Universal and my manager at the time said you know, pretty bluntly, I forget what we were talking about, it was something to do with one of my children was sick or something and he says, well, you know, you're just going to have to face it, you're just going to have to get a nanny you know, oh wow and, and I was like not that I'm against that I mean, because I, yeah. I basically, mm-hmm. before my mother, yeah. my mother-in-law passed away, she was my nanny for my babies, you know, when when I needed mm-hmm. her but mm-hmm. I also carry my babies with me a lot on the road, and tried to make mm-hmm. it work the best I could. But it's a hard struggle, you know, because for me it is because I'm like that helicopter mom, I guess you call it. That yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with my children being with just anyone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And oh yes, uh, we're that way too. And so it so it's it, you know, and some people are fortunate enough to find that perfect fit. That's like. Maybe it's a sister that's always able to come along. Or like I've been on Josh Turner's bus before, getting my pictures mm-hmm. with him and my little boy, me oh, well. and and mm-hmm. talking to him and his uh it was either his mom or his seemed like it might have been his wife I think her name's Jennifer's mom. But that was mm-hmm. their built in nanny, you know. And so you know oh, well. but they were making it work though, their boys were with them. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, that's really mm-hmm. important. And sometimes it slows me down if I if I uh, it's not like a sought-out slowdown. It's not like I really want to be yeah. slowed down. But if I can't mm-hmm. situate everything like I need to at the time, then I orchestrate around my family according to those things. And so I may yeah. not look as busy as the, uh, another person or another artist or whatever. But it's just a priority thing for me, really.
0: Yeah, exactly. And because you got to do, you got to balance. And, and and of course, we all know that there's going to be times in your life. You're out of balance. Like if you've got a new album coming out, that period of time you're going to be unbalanced. I mean, you're, you're just you, oh, absolutely. You know.
1: You've got a lot for yeah. that. I, I yeah yeah yeah. You 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 Thank do. You. I mean, and you and you sort of have to, you have to prep for it. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: when I mm-hmm. have to, just like CRS week, you know, I knew for yeah. three months that that was going to be a one week long trip. <laughs> and yeah whether or not my mm-hmm. ex-husband was going to be able to have my children or be home. He works construction. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know his schedule a lot of times. Like yeah. sometimes he may be all, yeah. sometimes he's not. So I had to, you know, orchestrate around that, you know what I mean? And when it's no yeah. time, you just have to do that, you know, but where it's, when, when something isn't as pressing, like you said, you can tell and you have to just evaluate your own schedule and, and make things mm-hmm. work around it, you know?
0: Exactly. Um, so, what's something quirky about you that people would find interesting?
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm probably lost <lying> myself. <laughs> it like, um, uh, quirky, like how, like maybe hobbies or maybe any, music I listen uh, to. Like, 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 ma- or... like,
0: maybe, like maybe people would say, some people would say, you know what, that's interesting. Or maybe some people would say, okay, that's weird. You know, just something that's just crazy.
1: Um, gosh, uh, you know, about me like that, like, I do things, like, um, like, even, like, with the music that I listen to, I feel like that would be something that a lot of Mm -hmm. people would go, that doesn't sound like something Ashley Shepard would do, like, (laughs) I can be, I can be in a, in a really crappy mode, or just not feel good, Mm -hmm. or whatever, and I, I would jam out to some rap music, like, I will, I mean, I love some, I like some Eminem, and Post Malone, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, all the, uh, like Lil Wayne, and so, I mean, I get into that stuff, but at the same time, it's a part mm-hmm. of the mood I'm in, and then sometimes yeah. I just want to hear mm-hmm. some old Travis Crick country, you know, but um I'm trying to think of some weird little habits uh, <laughs> that, that I have um, that I don't know, I guess that people would find funny about me would be like, um you know, sometimes I may uh like little, I do little cures and remedies for stuff that, that Somebody else would be like, "It sounds like toting a rabbit's foot or something." In your like, superstitious things, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a pink superstitious. I'm not, you know. I'm a very spiritual person, but I'm also, yeah. Um, funny about my little like little things. Like, I like my pillow to be like turned, like the open side of the pillow where you where the pillow goes into the pillowcase. I want that mm-hmm. to be. Facing each other on the bed, like I don't want it to be facing outside. <laughs> like I want that to be in, or I want my elbows to be under the cover, or you like can there. Be, you know, things like that. That are
0: just that is like wow. Maybe mm-hmm. it's kind of OCD. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: that, that's pretty cool. Um, so, what age did you know that this was what you wanted to do? Well,
1: I, I feel like I. I always loved to sing, you know, mm-hmm. in, in church, I, I sang, and mm-hmm. I was very encouraged by the older people, like in the choir and stuff. And then I I think it really settled in with me after entering my first couple of competitions when I was like eight years mm-hmm. old. And oh, wow. the feedback that I got, and the I won second place, and the first one I ever entered, you know, never expected that, really. And I, huh. I look back, and I've even asked my parents, like, because I, I can't quite pinpoint, you know, mm-hmm. what moment, like, what even encouraged, what what made them encourage me, or yeah. because like with my daughter for instance, she sings really well, but oh, well. she's resistant. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I wanted to try to put her in a competition, she would clam mm-hmm. up a little bit and be resistant. And God, there's <laughs> something in me I feel it's just a God thing. There was mm-hmm. never a
0: resistance. Yeah.
1: You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember the specific time my parent come up and said Mom and Dad come up and said, Hey baby, we're gonna interview in this competition but I just <laughs> always kinda of wanted to. I just it always felt right. Yeah. And um and so I think from the yeah, you know, from the time I started doing that that was it was like that's what I wanna do with my with my career and my second my alternative was like I love English and literature and I thought, you know, maybe one day I could be a teacher or a music teacher in mm-hmm. school or something and I felt like I would always play my music, whether I made a big mm-hmm. living with it or not, because mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. it. But I always knew I wanted to do it At the
0: time I was a little girl. Oh, wow. So who were some of your musical influences growing up, and who are some now? And what are, what are some changes between the two? Um, growing
1: up, I was born in
2: 1986.
1: Uh, so that was still when, you know, Randy Travis was still – on the radio song yeah. you know um, oh yes mm-hmm. of course you had alan jackson and i had two big brothers uh i got a little sister two years younger than me my older brothers were 12 and 10 years older than me and they listened to a lot of uh john conley keith whitley um and my, my parents had me like that first competition i sang patsy klein songs and so i always oh wow. i was always very i was educated from a from a young age about real country music and that's and my parents yeah had me and my sister mm-hmm. later in life, so that's what they listened to, and I, I sang a lot of Patty Loveless and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, like today's uh, world, I—I I, I mean, obviously, like I said, I, I listen to a, 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 like a vast array, I guess you could say, of, of music style <laughs> because yeah. I appreciate I appreciate mm-hmm. music, and and yeah. but for far as country music. I'm definitely, and I'm not really afraid to say it because I'm not saying it to be negative or rude or um, discredit anyone, but <clears throat> I'm not into the real poppy, poppy country. Like, I do like mm-hmm. some of Florida Georgia Line stuff and jam out yeah. to it. Um, and mm-hmm. I really like the feel and drive of some of that, their material. I really think it's fresh yeah. and cool. But cookie cutter type of sound that keeps coming out of, of like try, the people that are trying to mimic what went big for them, I really get tired of hearing mm-hmm. that sort of sound. Like, yeah. But then there's also,
2: yeah,
1: like, uh, I I'll have to break down and, and tell myself, all right, Ashton, turn your radio on. Like, one of my last <laughs> uh, shows that <laughs> I drove to, mm-hmm. it's about a five-hour drive. I said, I, just put the radio on and listen. Like, even if the songs come on you don't care for, don't turn it, just keep listening,
0: and then here comes mm-hmm. Riley
1: Green and Luke Holmes. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. this new song, like, blew my, just, blew the doors off to me. I mean I was mm-hmm. um I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Ingrid is oh, that yeah, how you awesome. say that yeah. Ingrid
2: Andrus. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the more more hearts in mine. I, was, I wish I wrote oh, that yes. song. Like I was <laughs> so a excited great song. about it that I've literally mm-hmm. I haven't been that excited about a song to to where I actually went and played it for like four people already. Like y'all listen to this. Uh and another person mm-hmm. I really, really like the underground uh type artist, but he's I think he signed on with MCA now. Is uh, Parker McCullough. I mm-hmm. uh, love right. his stuff, and uh, and I've you know, I've made friends with Josh Turner through the years in the industry. We, you know, we swapped numbers, and of course, I did my oh wow, uh, duet with Daryl Singletary and all before he had passed away. And so I have a lot of respect for just real country voices, real country music, and real exactly. material. And uh, mm-hmm. and and I I miss. That being more prominent on the radio, uh, I wish there was more of it. I don't know if it's a lack of material or just a lack of support for it, but that's why I appreciate folks like yourself talking to me uh, and about my music and, and what I do. And because uh, it's, it's a little, and you, it's a little and too maybe you know to some people it's too real, but I, I like mm-hmm. real.
0: Well, we like real. You know, it's like they say, you know, a country oh, song is too. three, you know, three chords in the truth. You know, that's country. And we love the story-type songs and all that. Oh, uh, we do. The, Those are my favorites. The ones that have a meaning to it. The, I want to be moved if I listen. Now, granted, like you said, I can put in cruise with Georgia Florida Line and just cruise down the road and then just enjoy. But there's a the time Run. for that. But then there's Run. a time but for where, a time where, time where, you where you know what? Wanna,
1: you want to feel the tone,
0: too. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because hmm so when you it look no back doubt. on your life, when you look back on your career right now, what are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that?
1: Man. And I know we just talked about did.
0: some, but, you know, outside oh, of what yeah. we already talked about, you
1: know. Well, oh, yeah, I I can tell you right off the bat,
0: uh, the mm. one of the uh,
1: experiences that just, it, it will always be an epic 60-something people from Podunk down here where I'm from in Alabama came from my mom and dad to aunts, <laughs> uncles, cousins, when I played the Grand Ole Opry for the first time.
3: Oh, uh, wow.
1: that, was, uh that was a nerve-wracking, special, just heart-wrenching moment because I, I have such respect for country music and, and where country music mm-hmm. comes from. And, you know, to be doing that in front of your parents and then to make it even more nervy, right, I got my record deal. I, I played for Luke Lewis, who was president of Universal in Nashville at the time. I played him three or four mm-hmm. songs acoustically in his office. The, the 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 label had never heard me with a mm-hmm. full band before.
3: Oh wow!
4: And that was
1: the first night. It was September, I think, the twenty ninth, two thousand seven.
4: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: That was the first time that they were hearing me with a band. Also, on top of everything else, so I was really nervous. But that and. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Singing the national anthem at Bristol Motor Speedway was oh, wow. one of the coolest, most like nerve wracking, but yet that adrenaline style nerve wracking, like wow, you know, <laughs> moment. And and also, I would put my top three is that, and then and getting to play Jay Leno because I was seven and a half months <laughs> pregnant with my daughter, oh, and wow. uh, yeah, and thankfully. And I don't know if I'm even supposed to tell the little stuff like this. I guess it doesn't matter. But um, I was so nervous because mm-hmm. of, of like we talked about live. You know, like that anthem. I mean, mm-hmm. if you mess it up, it's
3: mm-hmm. over with. I mean, the world it's in front you.
1: of everyone. <laughs> right? Like you oh yeah. Just roasted, <laughs> just roasted. Well, on Leno, I didn't know if it was live or mm-hmm. or, or pre-recorded. And I, I leave it to my country tale to just go on and ask them because. I said, well, this, you know, like a one take deal, and of course, they were pretty stern with me. I mean, they weren't ugly, but they were like,
0: mm-hmm. "Well, we
1: would rather not have to re-record it, but it is a pre-record." Uh. And I thought, oh my gosh. but that took that pressure, off. <laughs> yeah. you know. But that, those are three mm-hmm. things that that really I feel like are big staples for me in my career.
0: Oh well, uh, and see, that's why we like to do live. You know, even though our audi- audience ain't big yet, but I don't the rawness. I want the I want the artists to be authentic um, because we're going to be t- talking about some deep stuff sometimes with artists. I mean, we've we've gotten heavy on some things. Some shows end up not being so heavy, but the whole goal of the show, the Chris Sandy show, our tagline is up close and personal. There's a reason we created and that, that is, line.
1: That, that I'm, I love that. And, I, and I, I was reading that about y'all's show, and I was thinking, you know, that is these sort of interviews I enjoy the most because it isn't just bop bop. Here's your new song, mm-hmm. or here's your website. Mm-hmm. Tell people how to. Play. It really gives people a way to identify with with you as an artist, and yeah. and I I thrive on that inside my career. I feel like that's part of the reason why I'm still here today mm-hmm. being able to do this is because people know who i am and i like yeah. the opportunity to
0: get, do that mm-hmm. yeah because when when we first launched the show i mean we new country buzz has been around for really six years when we first launched it and then we ended up shutting it down in 2015 and then we relaunched it in 2018 the whole story behind that but um but the chris and sandy show started this year and uh, we've done almost 40 shows now but when we first launched, I told Sandy, it's like, um, we've got to find a way to be different. What are, what's, what's nobody doing? out but Now, granted, there, there are big people like, you know, that are getting interviews that are, go deep. But I was like, what are, for the up-and-coming artists, what's missing? And I was like, I know what's missing, the stories, the raw stories behind the artists. Because nobody's doing that, because everybody only has five minutes, ten minutes. So they don't have time. Right. To do that. It's like, well, let's let's create a show where we give people sixty minutes. I'm, I mean, our biggest our longer mm-hmm. show is went an hour and fifteen minutes. Now most of them are 45, 60 minutes. But we have done our whatever it goes. We let it, the artist lead, and this is the perfect time to lead into this part. Um, <clears throat> as we talked about some of the stuff the, of the good stuff, split the script a little bit, and let's talk about the struggle side of chasing your dream. And here's where I want to go with this. Back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steele Girls. And one of the questions we asked her was, what advice would she give for up-and-coming artists? And her advice was, and this was her exact words, she said, to be honest, you're going to think that this is funny coming from someone who's full-time in music, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, then go do that and just keep music as a hobby. So he goes, we have to sacrifice our bodies, we have to sacrifice our minds, we have to sacrifice our spirits, our families have to sacrifice. So every part of our life has to make a sacrifice here. So he goes, so if you can't be all in, then don't go. Then don't be full, Don't don't have that dream of, because you got to. She goes, it, it just takes a toll. She goes, you got to get on stage with a mask because there are times you're going to be like. I just don't feel like doing it, and or you may have had a death in the family, but you got to get on the. Stage, oh no like, doubt, you know, man, and you have like to. The, you have
1: to create. Like for me, it's my own yeah. zone,
0: and and I live exactly. in. It. And exactly, and she, it, you know, and and you know, and as we get into your story here a little bit, she ended with saying that, but. If your heart won't allow anything else, then go all in. And that's kind of where I want to take this next segment. Let's talk about the struggles, the sacrifice, the pain, the rejection, all that. You know, the stuff that other hosts don't want to really talk about. You know, right, that's what and, and, it's, and it's, a lot of
1: times the artist, you know, <clears throat> you know, I think, we, I think all artists tend to want to have that glass wall up. And a lot of times it, it has to do with wanting to make sure that it's label approved or it's, the right yeah. thing to say, or whatever um but i I would say this the way she described that is the same it's almost the same answer, except I worded it a little different that that i i given yeah. when when I've been asked that, which is if you're not fully i mean completely like it's, an, it's another limb on your body passionate about it, then mm-hmm. it's. Mm-hmm. It, you've got to be that passionate about it or you can't stay in the game. And it's not to say that ugly or derogatory or negative,
0: yeah. Exactly. but for
1: me, uh, it's like eating and sleeping
0: mm-hmm. and breathing. Yeah.
1: Like it, you know, and I, I'm not saying that like, I think I'm special because of that or what, or, but, but it's just been there since I was so little. I don't never remember not having it. It's, yeah. um, it it's just part of who I am. It is like Ashton Shepherd. Ashton is mm-hmm. as a mom, you know, like even my boy and me have had that conversation, like, Well yeah, but you know, mama when you're gone someday, you know, we're not gonna remember, you know, you for your music per se. Like we're gonna remember you being mama. And I said, Yeah, yeah. baby, but I want yeah. you to remember me through my music because that is part of how I'm mama. It's mm-hmm. part of how I'm everything. Mhm. In my mind, maybe not to others, but I don't feel much of it. I don't feel mm-hmm. separate from it, even though when I'm talking to y'all right now, my game face mm-hmm. is on. And God gives that to me. I don't know where it comes from. I can speak and talk and do on a completely different level of confidence than I put it like this I can't even keep my vehicle cleaned out. I mean, it's <laughs> dirty, it's crap all the time. <laughs> Uh, I struggle every day with regular chores. I mean, regular things like keeping my toenails painted, but I don't struggle yeah. with this. This yeah. is natural to me. And I think, I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of what she was saying. Like, if it's not that natural to you and you're not that passionate about it,
0: make mm-hmm. sure you are
1: before you go invest that much time
0: in it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the reason I want to go here now with the struggle side is because, I think a lot of people, you know, and I'm not talking – now, most artists know it. People who listen to music, they don't really – I don't think they get this side of it. I don't think they – because, you know, you hear people on Facebook and all that talk about, you know, why don't they just – don't you just get a real job? And like I, po- I posted on Facebook not long ago, don't tell an artist to get a real job because they actually got something better. They got a calling, Right. A passion. Well, I, oh, my God, and, mm-hmm. I've dealt with so much of that. It ain't even funny. <laughs> um. and and it's frustrating <laughs> because they don't get it because they you know y'all really, y'all really do have a job you just you you are every part of job of your business because an artist is a business so tell us a little bit about that side of it tell us what you have to go through um from the stage to trying to get the music going the rejection just just hit some well, points it, to where for me um what were you going to say to where it's like to to, you to mean, where in, you're like so well like, to 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 where sometimes you're like is it even worth it because every artist has, oh, has oh, their hell point. Oh yeah,
1: man, dude, I'm I'm you know okay <laughs> uh and I've I've been quiet about the fact that I had gone through divorce um uh, mm-hmm. and I start with that because that was mine and my ex husband falling apart in my mind no matter what yeah. he ever states to Mm -hmm. me or clarifies to me ever again about it was
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um, the same kind of what you're saying, you know, well, you know, he never said anything. I'm not quoting that he said, get a real job, but when everything slowed down and when the royalty checks weren't large anymore and when I'm doing it independently now and I'm not making as much a show anymore and Mm -hmm. it, it, everyone, it's really sad. You know, you can't beat people off the front porch when it's going great. And when things Mm -hmm. slow down, nobody's there anymore. And I'm not saying he didn't, I mean, my ex-husband invested an immense amount of time, almost as much as I did from the time we were married, you know, with me, going everywhere with me. I mean, they used to, like, jokingly call us like Loretta and Doolittle, because we were always with one another. Very Mm family-oriented, but I feel like his fire went out about it and mine never, yeah. my, he never could understand my mind. Uh, yes. He never could understand uh, that it didn't matter if I was making, that's what it felt like to me. Like if I was making uh $50,000 a year or $200,000 a year or 500,000, you know, to me, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to work as hard toward it, no matter what my bottom line is.
3: Mm-hmm. It yeah. was
1: still worth it to me. Yeah. And um, so I, that that's, definitely was a struggle and then you know I struggled with um, feeling like I let everybody down I felt mm-hmm. like um, I remember writing in my diary when I was a little girl I felt a pressure at a certain point um,
0: mm-hmm. when I
1: got to be about 11 10 or 11 years old or so uh, maybe even 12 I, I was preteen and, and it was like you know, I all a cheerleader and I was I had a great little school life and home life and everything, but I felt like my my friends, family, whatever needed me to make it. Like it was a, a oh a, wow. I felt a, I felt the pressure, like that mm-hmm. I was the only way i mm-hmm. anybody to ever see the light of day, you know, or or mm-hmm. get to do anything different, or experience anything different. And you know, small town folks know what I'm talking about. I mean, in rural America, yeah. there's only a few oh, ways yeah. out, you know, of That's the regular true. pattern. And, um, mm-hmm. so for me, it was like, I felt a lot of pressure. And then when I was so high, you know, everything was so huge. I mean, I'm touring mm-hmm. with Sugarland. I'm playing on Jay Leno. Um, you oh, know, wow. I'm, at, I'm singing on the awards. I'm, I'm nominated for an ACM and I've had three top 20 hits and all the, I mean, just all this stuff. And it felt like, well, who am I now? You know, what, like, I just felt mm-hmm. like I just, let everybody down I felt like you know I started blaming myself like it was something I did wrong and part of that too was the industry was never not supportive of me but they did want Mm -hmm. to incorporate co-writing and things like that and Mm -hmm. they got to turning my songs down you know like when I was working on my second record uh everything I would turn in it was a no or you know we need something different and it was songs I was so excited about you know, I've been oh, work wow. I mean, I was thrilled about them, you uh-huh. know, and I'm mm-hmm. in this like positive mode, like, hey, check these songs out. It's the same songs that we, mm-hmm. y'all let me put seven 100% songs on my first album. So why would I think that they would see me any different? But they did. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I couldn't
1: figure out why. Mm-hmm. And so my my confidence got very, very broken, and wounded, not maybe not broken. That's
3: yeah. I don't
1: ever like to say it got yeah. broken, but wounded. And my fans, and I've said this Facebook and my fans have kept me uh, from feeling like I was going totally under and feeling really, really kind of depressed and sad and down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I struggle with a, a lot of guilt and a lot of yeah. um, guilt. Then, then the guilt gets worse when you're a mother because when you're a mama, you know, <laughs> true. you're, you're oh, like. Yes. <laughs> you're you're sitting there thinking why do I feel this way I've got these beautiful children they're healthy mm-hmm. I'm healthy what is wrong with me you know and and you just beat yourself up because mm-hmm. you know then you're thinking of the good Lord and you know he's watching you and you're supposed to be thankful and, and, and praying and pulling yourself mm-hmm. out of it like wake up Ash and pull yourself out of it and um and I did get out of it and I still though I yeah. still have days like you said that I I feel discouraged
0: and stuff but um I think we all do.
2: Yeah. Yes, we all we, I mean, do. We're saying, Absolutely. We're
0: saying, I mean, like even with this show, the Christmas Andy show, we have no idea where it's going. No money comes in That's from right. it right now. We're doing all this hundred mm-hmm. percent free. No, we don't have sponsors yet. but Hopefully, the day will come and we do. So we're sitting here. Sometimes <clears throat> we got this crazy dream, and we do side like we do door. Um, we do deli- food delivery and stuff food like that. food delivery. So that we yes. can stay afloat while we build this brand of new country media. Um, but we don't, we have this great vision, but we don't know where, what's going to happen, especially right now. But I i think we'll get all, all through mm-hmm. all this. But again, there, there are, day, there are days I go to Sandy. <laughs> there are days mm-hmm. I go to Sandy where I'm like, is this even worth it? <laughs> you know, are, are we doing the right thing? Because, cause, R- you know, we that, don't that, have a plan B.
1: You just said B. it. Yeah. That, that, you just—that was a very, um, very great statement. Way to put it is, are we doing the right thing? And that's where, for me, my guilt comes in when I or doubt. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm asking myself, you know, should I just go get a job at the bank. Not knocking jobs at the bank, but I'm saying a job at the bank, sell insurance. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I'm a very,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm a very versatile person. I'm a and, and I'm. Yeah. I, I catch on very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only place I ever worked uh, a job job was at 17 years old. My ex-sister-in-law trained me to work at a finance company when she was on my maternity leave, and I learned everything, and I, I ran the register, I took payment, I made calls, and, and, you know, whoever was behind, I handled that, I ran the computer system, I, I put all the files together. But anything like that that I could learn and do, you know, I'm like maybe, and I thought that, I thought, never... In my mind, if I thought quit my music because I couldn't exactly. quit it
0: because right. I, I
1: love it too much and I'm going to be playing. And it for
0: it'll eat two. you, it'll eat you alive.
1: Oh, can't do it. I mean, it's it, like, unless it, it, the good Lord mm-hmm. rug out from under me with
0: <laughs> I'm going to keep doing <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and see, that's but, what happened to me, to be honest with you. Like, we launched New Country Buzz back in 2014. Um, and we were going great. I mean, and really, to be honest with you, music was never part of my idea when when sandy sandy was always this hardcore country music person i lo- i liked country but i didn't love country it was just it was just music to me back then so when we first wow. married when we first married the crazy part was that she um she married to me i was one of these big motivational audio tapes and all that back mm-hmm. then and, and if you li- if you listen to music and not motivation in your car then you don't, you're not serious about your business. This is where I was brainwashed into believing this. And she kept, comes into my life, and we both are like, oh, this ain't going to work, you because know, she's hardcore music. I'm hardcore audio. We finally had to compromise and did a 50-50 thing. I don't, now, granted, I'm still big into audio stuff because I think that, that helps us grow. But that's been a game changer. But because of that, she kind of brainwashed country music, and I lo- absolutely love, love, love country music now. But right. and, and you and back you, in 2014 we launched, mm-hmm. and before we in and, and 2015 we ended up shutting down. But before we shut for personal reasons, but before we shut it down, we actually got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she made it big. I thought that was really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh yes. And, but, <laughs> but we shut it down, and it was like every, and it was, and it really ate me up because I I, try, I tried so hard to push this thing ideal away. Did I even let go of the domain? I said, you know what? I'm not even renewing the domain. I, I just didn't want to have nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, for like three um, years. And then it was like every six months, I'd go to GoDaddy. Up, oh, it's newcountrybuzz.com still available. Six months later, up, oh, newcountrybuzz.com still available. Six months later, up, oh, newcountrybuzz.com still available. And I, and in the 2018, I told Sandy, I was like. I've got to relaunch this and we got to finish what we started. And they're going to eat me ass- And the ironicness, we launched October 2014. We relaunched October of 2018. So it's kind of crazy how that was. October- and we married October 5th of 2002. So it's kind of crazy how, for some reason, October seems to be something with us. So what was um, the other date? <coughs> the- what was the huh? other date? You
1: said October. The- October
0: 5th. October 5th for the. Yeah, um- October 5th. 2002 when we married. (laughs) Okay. But
3: but (laughs) I couldn't
0: get I couldn't push it away. I try I tried and I tried and I told Santa, like darn you you pushed this whole music in my blood. But
1: here's the
0: thing. It's um
1: you him. I feel like that is. I mean God doesn't come down and speak to us like he did to Moses in the old testament. I mean yes,
0: exactly I mean right. that's a good mm-hmm. word
1: tapping us on the shoulder. What he wants you to go with direction, it's, it's you sorta of have to just listen in the silence sometimes and know that mm-hmm. and that's what I have to keep myself reminded of yep. is, is when I see the influential things that my music impact and impact that it's made on mm-hmm. I you know, from letters from fans, personal messages. Wow. Uh, I'm very interactive with them, and I always have it. I know mm. some of them, or actually a big bulk of them by name. Uh, I can remember. I thought the other day, matter of fact, a fan of mine, by name is actually. He got me to sign his <laughs> arm, and he tattooed it on on his arm, which is very fanatical oh, wow. fan, right? Wow! But and he follows <laughs> me, you know, adamantly and everything, and he had posted mm-hmm. uh, a comment, ain't been a day or two ago that said, "Y'all never forget." When me and my daughter met you, and I also hmm. and, I, and I still want to go back and comment and tell him, I remember because I was pregnant with my daughter, and I even remember the dress I had on. Uh, and wow! I, and I, when when you tell fans that, and they know, and, and I can't remember everything but, like that, and I bet
0: that dri- but I bet that drives you.
1: It does. It, it 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 keeps me it keeps me driven, and the times that that I'm like, I had a. Uh, uh, and this is like talking talk about some of the struggle stuff or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. I had
1: a uh, uh, young lady give me a uh, a letter at the second intermission of well, me and Nathan Stanley had done a show together, and uh, mm-hmm. she, when she first met me, she she got upset. She was crying and uh, telling me how my her, my music had impacted her life and everything. Well, oh well. Wow. she busted She was embarrassed. I reckon that she got upset, and it didn't. I mean, I didn't. I don't ever, I treat everybody the same. I mean, I'm, I just believe yeah. in people. Yeah. And she gives me this letter the second time and says, and apologized in it and said, I'm sorry, I got so upset. I, I didn't know how to say what I wanted to say. And she gives me this letter. Oh, wow. And I didn't, when I read it, I cried because
3: mm-hmm. it, in the end of
1: the letter, after everything she said, you know, you pulled me out of some of my darkest times. I feel like God brought my music, your music to me. And in the end of the letter, mm-hmm. she said, if you ever feel like throwing in the tile, are you ever, you know, just remember, you know, you have people who love you and and, and you know thrive off of your music and that, I mean, I, and I I just cried because I thought, whoa, you know, wow. what a what a moment, you know, just from one person that, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like when I guess like doctors say in lives. It's like I don't necessarily think that, you know. I, it's like my music is some kind of holy lifesaver deal, but when you hear stories like that, and I've heard multiple stories of people being suicidal and telling me, you know, your music pulled
0: me out of this, and your music helped me through my divorce, your music, that, that makes Music's me Music's powerful. Music, music, what is. people don't get. You know, you know, all these people say that we should take music out of schools and art and all that and, and, and not support it, and they won't support this, and they won't support that. Music, even Sandy will tell you a story which in her high school years.
2: Oh, yes, yes. I was bullied a lot in those years. I had a lot of anxiety and depression. And country music really what pulled me out of all that, turning on the radio back then, hearing a song that that I could relate to and just like everything's going to get better over time. and And it's very healing. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it lets you know you're not the only one.
2: And I think absolutely
1: yeah i if I had a message, you know, an overall message mm-hmm. you know to that I' want to give to any listener, whether they know who I am yet or not uh it's it's important, it's so important to me to even though it kind of exposes me
3: mm-hmm. a little
1: bit, maybe maybe a little mm-hmm. too much sometimes
3: because
1: i i've i remarried uh last year and. Um, oh wow! Well. My husband tells me, you know, sometimes they're just too honest, you know, and he'll laugh. But <laughs> I said "I don't think there's no such thing as too honest, but but it's so no. important to me to to, right. to be overexposed a little bit because if it helps somebody else, that's mm-hmm. what matters. Yeah. You know, to let them know, like yeah. I know what it feels like to me to hear a mm-hmm. story." Or hear somebody I don't want to hear problems I don't want people to be down but when you know somebody yeah. else is struggling with this or that and you read it it reaffirms to mm-hmm. you you're not losing your mind or you're not a bad person or it's okay it does get better yeah and and I think that's so mm-hmm. important because everybody everything ain't always perfect you know oh,
0: exactly that's so and true. that's why we doing this show I because that's yeah, one of is. the reasons why I I you know I know a lot of hosts they don't want to go they, they because I'm not putting them down. They're good people. They do, they do what they do and they do it good. Um, And, but I know a lot of hosts, they don't want to go this route that we're going because they're scared the audience will be, it'll just feel like it's a downer and all that. I disagree. I think,
1: I know, I I think it connects
0: people. I think, I think what we're doing, what we're trying to do is connect our, the artists that we bring on to the people. And that's what I think that we yeah. do great.
1: Absolutely. And, not, and, and, you know, it's sort of like in songwriting. It's, it's the same mm-hmm. model. It's like, what did the label always want? What do they <laughs> want for? They would want the tempo. Yeah. They wanted the two-minute be bop 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 song. You know, and mm-hmm. you know what? we all need them in our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I used to ask them? I would say, what always went song of the year? Mm-hmm. It's always a ballad. Oh yes,
2: yeah. yep, it true.
1: Right? So you know, think about that for a minute, and the, you know that these, you know, you you can't you don't want every like you said you don't want every song to be that, but yeah, exactly. In the the in the storytelling that y'all are doing and bringing out, in the okay, there were struggles, but obviously we're still here today, and we're, and we're still working on everything, and everything's going good, and we're blessed, and we're healthy enough to be here, and where the sun's still shining. And so there is there's positivity in coming out of the struggle. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's, that's what uh, – one of the last interviews I did, my, uh, the song last year, basically we did it organically, what you would call it, independently. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't um, – it was not funded with boosts or whatever. My Facebook's the same way. Uh,
0: now, is this the this heart won't break? Mm-hmm. With heart went break and uh, okay, that We'll go into let's go into that song in just a minute. We're going to take a small break. The only reason I'm stopping you is because that was where I was going. I was about to go into into your yeah. song. I think I think it's perfect <laughs> oh, okay. segment. We'll we'll take a small break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it when the That's artist actually I mean. leads where we need to go. I think like, this is. I love this. this is, you know, but we're going to take a small break. We come back. We will um, play the song, and then we'll talk about that song. So. Don't stop right there.
2: <laughs> hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at the com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at the sportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
0: Are you a business owner who needs capital to grow your business or you're in a tight pinch? With our simple and fast process, we can get you the money you need in under a week. When banks can't help, we usually can. Go to obtainbusinesscapital.com. That's obtainbusinesscapital.com and get pre-approved today.
4: How do you heal after you've been heard Someone could you deeper than the river cuts Where you There's no one there.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, great you. song.
0: So now go into what led that song.
2: uh
1: well, my I, I talked about going through a divorce, and I I was set up with a uh, a fellow that I'd actually I've never met. He was a a new uh, fairly new face and whatever. I mean, he'd been around Nashville, mm-hmm. but uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: set him up as a co-write, and uh, I had a friend of mine that we went to their. Uh, the publishing building or whatever, and he had some lyrics written down about a paragraph worth of, uh, or, or you will know, half paragraph of. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember if this heart won't break was inside that paragraph, but he he had a direction and an mm. idea that he brought in and said, "Well, I hope this isn't too personal, but I know that
3: you've
1: been you know going through some personal things and stuff, and uh, and he's he real nice. He's like, "It's too personal. We don't have to go there. We can." Ex- but I appreciated that he had, you know, put enough thought into it. it, it yeah. you got I could tell he was a deep thinker mm-hmm. kind of writer, and uh, and we mm-hmm. sat down and uh, thirty minutes, 34 oh, wow. 30 minutes, just you know, sitting there together. Wow. And, and uh, it just sort of unraveled itself. It was like once <clears throat> once we established the direction of, you know, I can't like, I can't remember if he done the how do you heal part or whatever, but. Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I do remember uh, coming up with the. I come up with the book me,
4: broke me down"
1: mm-hmm. da, 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 that that melody, and it just—I just, I just mm-hmm. went. He went, "Holy crap!" He was like, <laughs> "That is jammed up," and I was like, "And I, I was—I was excited about the song anyway, but wow. that part just drives it." Mm-hmm. And he comes yeah. up with this line, "Yeah, he says drove my spirit around." And when he said mm. that, I was like, holy, holy mo like, that's good stuff. And it's exactly how I felt for being with my ex-husband so many years. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, mm-hmm.
3: how do you yeah. feel
1: after this? What do you, and I think it could be for anybody going through any situation. I don't, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be something like mm-hmm. a breakup or divorce mm-hmm. or whatever. It could be anything painful. And I, yeah, me and him both agreed that we, Wanted to capture coming out the other side of it, and yeah, uh, I like to. I, I've said this before about the song. I love the contrast of how do you heal after you've been hurt. You know, when someone mm-hmm. took you deeper than the river cuts third, and then the last line says, "Lord, it feels so good to feel the sunshine." <laughs> like totally mm-hmm. different level. As deep as the song is, like you, you know, you drove my name around. I, I felt. You know, so to speak, the song don't say this, but I have felt worthless. I have felt, you know, like nobody. I felt like I couldn't come through this, but I did. And my heart didn't break. You know, it's still beating. It's still here. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's the message of the song, and I I appreciate that y'all like it, and I appreciate y'all supporting me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, we, you know, we love everything that you're doing and what you're doing. You know, you really gave me a new question to ask artists. I love it when that happens, because um well, which you answered this already, but my a new question, I'm, I'll have to figure out how I want to word it, but a new question I'm going to end up adding in there is, what message do you want to give to your music? I got right. that from you. Well, I'm
1: glad. If a lot more artists, I feel like in today's market, if a lot more artists ask themselves that, uh um, mm-hmm. Like, or maybe they did at one point, and they lost their space with it, or spot, or you know, maybe it transitioned, or maybe they felt a shift or something. But ultimately, I feel like that needs to be a bottom line, like Mia. like you just said, y'all y'all um, show. I mean, you, you you there's a bottom line that you're trying to stamp that you uh, that you want to come across with. So I just think that's really important to
0: Yep, because the, the bottom line that, for you know, us not, what the bottom line for us, and it doesn't have to be music, is what we want our show to be. And the reason why we get up close and personal with artists like you, the bottom line is I want the audience, when they hear whatever interview it is, it doesn't matter if they're trying to start a business. It doesn't matter if they're trying to go back to school. They're trying to change careers. If they're trying to get in a new relationship, it doesn't matter. We want them to come away from the show saying, wow, I can – I can I believe in myself more because of that artist being vulnerable.
1: Right, right, and and that's you know for me that's the name of the game. Like I want people to I I, I don't I want to lift people up. You know I don't want to bring people down. I want to uh, I think if everybody's mentality across the globe was more that way, we'd all be so much better off.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Mhm. So if you co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would y'all write about?
1: Oh gosh. Um. Let me think just a second, because I, <laughs> I have. I feel like I guess it's one of those questions. You go, know, well, I don't want to. Have you ever done that? Answered something and then went, crap! why didn't I did think of this because. You know, that's I, like, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, right. um, <laughs> Yes, all the think, time. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: I always,
1: uh, well, my, one of my, I guess you would say idols that I just really mm-hmm. idolize is Alan Jackson.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yes. hmm
1: I respect his songwriting ability so much. I mean, I, I respect mm-hmm. his voice, too. To me, he's the closest mm-hmm. to Vern God than anybody's ever sounded. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's yes. rich, pure. And I mean, anybody that can write, matter of fact, I just shared, uh, Where Were You and the World Stop Turning my son had heard the song. But I mm-hmm. explained to my son mm-hmm. the
3: story
1: of him playing it on the mm-hmm. world, And I said, This is why mama, you know, respects him above other, you know, male artists that are yeah. older, that have been around a long time because of his writing. But I feel like me and him would probably write one heck of a. Hook, line, sinker—get you with the hook. Country song, like a real, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. heart. I feel like I feel like if we we could write some something severely real is what I feel like we'd come out with. But that would be an honor, yeah. honor knowing something.
0: So tell us about some of the people who support you. You know, a, a lot of times you got artists that the interviewers they talk about the artists and what they've done, but me and you both know that. For an artist to succeed, it takes a team. So tell us oh, about absolutely. the people that, that are behind you, that support you from your band to your husband to your kids. You know, just some few, few stories of, around that.
1: Part of the coming through the struggle part. Um, not to go back to the struggle part, but being real. Yeah. My parents start with my parents. Okay. They uh, have always been so supportive. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my ex-husband was, was supportive. But in mm-hmm that transition within the last let's just say five years um yeah when my when my husband's mother passed away i told her she was my nanny and my you know that that was my team okay i had mm-hmm. my uh and, I, and this is past related my ex-husband's brother played baseball me out on the road um
3: oh, wow. went
1: to all the trips with me or whatever and then you got you know mother-in-law that was like my best friend and my nanny and uh So all of that, when that system, when she passed away and all this happens with me and my ex-husband and that all, my whole system felt like it broke. I mean, it was like
3: yeah, everything, my
1: my net went away. I mean, it was terrible because, like, it was bad enough to lose her and then, okay, me and my ex-husband aren't getting through our stuff. And then that was, like, defeating and Mm -hmm. I'm like, where's my team? Like you just said, I started recognizing in my feelings of defeat, I started recognizing, wait a minute, I, I don't have where my, my team is gone. You know, the mm-hmm. team that I had, you know, mm-hmm. not that they wouldn't help me if I needed help or something, but ultimately it wasn't the same anymore. I had to regroup big time and I didn't have, you know, obviously I'm not on Universal Music Group anymore. I'm trying to do that mm-hmm. independently. Um, yeah. So I feel like for me, my team, like at this point in time, is I feel like I have to kind of cheerlead myself somewhat to my theme, but at the same time, it's hard, like you said earlier, it's hard for someone to envision what you see and and see your vision. Uh, So I have a a lot of positivity around me in the sense of like my, the good Lord has has put everything back together for me and and Mm -hmm. saying that in a very positive manner from meeting my husband I'm married to now. That all oh, wow. just come out of the sky, like out of nowhere. Just like, <laughs> a friend of ours, <laughs> this mutual, and says, "Hey, because um, he helps manage, uh, or, or at that time, helping co-manage Glenn Templeton, and uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: he, he wanted to do some shows. Me and Glenn, and so that's how we connected. And then oh, through wow. meeting him, I've uh, connected with uh, several people. Now that I've, you know, I've got a, my agent, and she's got a lady under her that's helping book shows and. Uh, mm-hmm. About my publicist team and all, you know, my team is it's reformed itself. Uh, yeah, I don't have a major label at this point, but I'm also open for that. I'm not. I'm yeah. not opposed mm-hmm. to having another large. I mean, I would be actually very tickled to have a, another big record deal. So my my system business wise is, is been looking up and, and home front too because, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my son is is getting older. My my daughter and and him I, they they both believe in me very much. and I believe in them very much. They're talented. My son plays instruments and sings, and my my daughter sings. So we share all of that together. And mm-hmm. um, and that's you know that's how I I stay um motivated and you <laughs> know are part of the way I stay motivated. But yeah, but to me, mm-hmm. I think the biggest. I mean, the biggest part of my Team is my fans, I mean, oh, I don't wow. know if anybody knows that that is a fan. What that means to to some to an artist like myself, that they believe in you from the standpoint that you need to believe from. They 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 they're already they're fans. They're
0: yeah. Um,
1: it, I don't know how to explain it. It's just to me that's, they're big a part of my team as, as anything because. I have to do. i I been running my own label. I do everything myself. I admin Facebook myself. I answer all my messages. I I have mm-hmm. to run the whole ship, you know, and um and they keep me. I feel like it
0: just keeps me on my toes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know they drive you basically. They do. Because again, they that's one of the things do. i That's one of the things I love about. Singer songwriters, and of course, there's a difference between a singer and an artist. You know, a singer, you hear the music, an artist makes you feel the music, and that's one thing I like about you as an artist and other artists like you, where you're authentic. Um, that you have to be authentic because if you're not authentic, people will see right through you. Oh. I, re- I remember. And, and and you know and here's the thing, there's a lot of fake people out there. I remember when we first launched the Chris and Sandy show, one of my friends from Nashville, I asked him what kind of advice would you give me? because he's done stuff like this in the past, and he said, um, he says whatever you do, don't wear a mask, be authentic, do the show the way you feel your heart needs to do it, because what will happen is the right audience will find you and will like it. Because if you don't do that and you try to be a Bobby Bones, because we want you know, like we kinda of want to emulate Bobby Bones and Ty Bentley and that kinda of, that's kinda of shows sure we eventually want to be. He says if you if you become a Bobby Bones or become a Ty Bentley, he says eventually that mask is coming off. And the audience that you create because of that will no longer be there because you won't be that now. He says, Go be yourself, be authentic, and the right audience will love you.
1: Right, and it's it's sort of like Field of dreams. If you build it they will come. Yep, You know, he's like <clears throat> one of my favorite quotes ever. And, you know, like in that movie, I mean, of course, it's just a movie, but every, I mean, look mm-hmm. how crazy everybody thought he was,
3: yeah. you know,
1: making it oh, game. And, yeah. and, and, and he was mortgaging his home for it. And he, and everybody oh, yeah. was like, this dude is a fool. Like, I mean, everybody was <laughs> making I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just like people make fun of Noah when he when was, he was, was fool, building the ark, yeah. you know, it's like. Yeah, but guess what? It, they came. And yep. that's, I, I feel like that's sort of like you just said with that. If if, if you build it, in, yep. they'll come and they'll they come. The right And, and I can still
0: relate to that because, they're, you know, about the field of dreams because when you brought that up, it brought back memories to that movie. And, and I'm sitting there, you know, there's some nights to where I doubt myself like you do. And Sandy doubts herself. We all doubt – yeah, you know, what we're trying to build yeah, we something is meet this media company that's really not been done before in a way. Because, again, up-and-coming artists don't really have a platform um, out there. And, they don't.
1: Until you get big. If you ain't already established, you are going to be going through some tough – you're going to be walking through some thick briars, you know.
0: hmm And see, we, we want to create that and, platform. We – we want to be that platform. Again, I know there are other people trying to do kind of what we're doing, but I feel like we're coming at it from a different angle because we want to build the platform where, where one day we can say, We break artists. That's our vision. We want to break artists. You know, they come on our show and they'll all, you know, and they, you know, because I've, I've got a lot of friends that do what we're doing, but they're going to do any of that. They're going, You know what? This is a hobby. I'm just having fun. And I'm like, more power to you. This ain't a hobby for me. Right. This, this this is do or die for. We have no plan B here. This is this right, is it. Right. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to do with the rest of our life. You know, <clears throat> so we're trying to build something. And there are times where, like the field of dream, you know, in the field of dreams, there may many times he questioned, Did I really hear God? Did I really hear them say, Build it? You know, he questions that. So I feel that I, I I can feel that in the in the thick of, right. of my soul, like, you know, I, <laughs> where <laughs> I'm like, did, did do? Am I supposed to do this? But it's like I can't pull away. But then sometimes I want exactly. to pull away. And and I want to pull away so we're not, bad we're not sometimes.
1: To
0: say, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. we're not <laughs> to say
1: were hearing voices, y'all. But we, we, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I, <laughs> you do hear a voice. It's your own voice. Yep. And you probably have that inner mm-hmm. critic like I do, too, that yeah. I literally have to just knock off of my shoulder sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. like, get, I've actually read, like, self-help articles on your inner critic. Like, push your inner critic. Like, get rid of yep. it. Oh, like yeah. It's okay to, yeah. To, it's okay to polish yourself off sometimes. But you can't do that to yourself every day and be successful. Oh, God. You know? No. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I, that's funny. I, I didn't know. I was like... I hope I'm not sounding too weird about using the field of dreams. I'm glad you knew what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, was perfect, that was
0: perfect. And just, and see, I always go with my intuition. I always have it's You know, it's always led me right. Like when Sandy and I met, we we actually met online. She was in Kentucky. I was in Georgia. So there was, and this was back in 2002 when it was really taboo to meet online. But we met online on February 2nd of 02. We talked on the phone for the first time February 4th. February eighteenth we set a wedding date and March fourth we met in person, so we were actually meeting in person after we already knew he was getting married and yeah. see and that's here it is that's like <laughs> with,
1: with with my situation getting remarried mm-hmm. uh nobody could have told me that I, that that was gonna and our situation is is unique in itself. we got our own little, mm-hmm. uh like with he's got uh Home in Oklahoma, home in Nashville, and then mm-hmm. you know, I'm between Alabama and Nashville, and we make it work. And it, you yeah. know, I, I got a yeah. lot of questions from the locals, you know, how it is coffee shop talk or whatever. But we met, and like you just said, it was like I did haul off and, and get married really, really quick, but uh, and nobody could have ever told me I would, but he really, yeah. uh, he was a he came into my life and, and, and breathed life back into me about myself and my confidence that I really felt like I had just I, – I didn't feel like it was gone, well, but I did. That is it awesome. awesome. You know, I just felt like, where you know, where did it go? And don't get me wrong. See, now, God, we had, a now, God you know, had a plan. God had a plan. He did. And, mm-hmm. you know, we butt heads now about stuff like – you know how it is. I mean, he wears off, and he's always buying you flowers or doing something sweet. You know, he's not as much that way anymore and stuff. And and sometimes I have to kind of kick him in the head about it, and be like, look, you know it is? The, You know, the the <laughs> I married was was very romantic, and I don't need mm-hmm. that all the time. But I still yeah. need it sometimes. And yeah, I don't want like, do. I guess that what I've already been through, I don't ever, I don't like to not feel, um, I feel like this. I'm very. I feel like I'm real confident alone. But when I'm with someone mm-hmm. to feel as confident as I want to feel, I need positive affirmation from them. And, and I, yeah. I know that may yeah. sound a little like um, kind of strong and like I can't believe I just said that, but it, it's true.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I, I have to tell him that. I'm like no matter how strong you feel like I am, like you don't have to feel like you're going to give me the big head for being good to me about something or sweet to me about something because I need that. You know, I do need yeah. that. You know, and, it's, and, right. and the thing about it is, I think all. I think all we men all do. Folk, no offense to, I'm I'll say I'm not trying to jank on the men folk, but I think all men want to pretend like they don't need that, but they do. They need it deep I down too. I don't. I
0: don't pretend. Sandy, will tell no, you. No, he doesn't I'm, pretend. He. I, we we <laughs> can watch a young. Hallmark movie, and I'm in tears. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> well, see, and that's a good he, thing.
1: Well. Uh, Randy is, is my husband's name. He's like that, uh sometimes once in a while, but he is sort of that man's man guy that is
3: yeah.
1: a little bit soft where he needs to be and, and of course that attracted mm-hmm. me to him. And yeah, and, yeah. But he he's kinda I think he he's the guy that tries to be a little little over macho or whatever. Oh well, I understand. But that. It, it it it's kinda like I am mm-hmm. the, I'm sort of <laughs> the person that sort of melts that is what I yeah. feel like. And I feel like that that
0: really yeah. worked for me and him. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we try to keep this a family show. So uh little Chris always likes to try to uh, ask one question so he's gonna go back to his mommy and <laughs> so she can put him on the phone. Does. Because we okay. we uh, and when 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 Caitlin gets old enough we'll incorporate her into this too. You know, we're a family show.
2: <laughs> oh cool Okay, <laughs> so, here he is, here's Christopher Hi, Ashley. What's your favorite
3: food?
4: Oh, my goodness.
1: Gosh. I'm going to have to go with being like the little kids. I love pizza. Hmm. Uh, Even though I'm a country girl that likes my meat and three, I I really do love pizza. Like, that's kind of a always go-to. Uh, and I like trying it from different places and whatnot. So that's it. I love pizza.
3: Do you like favorite. pizza, too? Yes. That, what
1: that's
4: you, his what's favorite. your what's his favorite? Uh, oh, pizza. Your favorite pizza? Mm-hmm. So we yeah, What's your fame, favorite topping? Uh Oh
1: shoot,
4: I trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my little
1: Raiden. <laughs>
0: uh
1: Pepperoni, right?
0: Uh pepperoni. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't be pepperoni and I
1: like we have a little place around here that makes
0: a pizza. Okay, that's a baby shrimp on it. <laughs> he's quick. Uh, he's quick
2: and to the point.
0: <laughs> well, he was
2: excited, but that's good. Oh, yes, he <laughs> loves doing that. That makes his day to get to be on the show with us. He would and be I upset if we missed that. that. Do
0: what? Yeah, yeah he's, he'd be upset if we didn't, because every. every Every show that we've oh, done – now, 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 granted, I do a state of the B- music business show podcast where we do – where I interview um, people like Joe Kelly from CDX on the music side, on the business side of music. Um, oh, I love I don't,
1: Joe <laughs> Kelly. He's a good buddy. Yeah, he's all, he, he,
0: was our, he was the first um, business one that gave me a chance to, to interview. Oh, so yeah. That was, it was guy. And it was awesome. But, he, but, um, but that one I kind of do by myself and all that. Um, but the but all the artist ones he, he has got to ask his one question. <laughs> he has. You no, know, He I, said
2: I, he's gonna I have his own that. podcast someday. <laughs>
1: well, thing about like, y'all that's that's really excellent because that's one way that me and my my husband differ just a little. Um, and I don't know. I I think I'm starting to see he's a little more like like I am about that. I integrate my children into things <laughs> that some adults would say. Or feel like there's not a place for them. But I make them a part of what I do. And I really appreciate you yes. guys feel that way. Because I know that feeling yep. as a parent. That makes you feel mm. so happy to see them be young. Yep. It does. And to make them mm-hmm. feel included. Yes. Know, and, 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 That's and feel that exactly. And they're confident. And see, and see,
0: of, we homeschool him. Mm-hmm. So this helps him, too. Because he's, he's a part of our life, 100%. He is, yes. Wow. yes.
1: You know, I have debated, I've debated homeschooling before, um, I actually, it's a random thought, um, random thing about me. A lot of people don't know. I homeschooled myself <laughs> my last two years of high school, and <laughs> oh, wow. a lot oh, wow. of people don't know I did that and got my diploma. Sandy did too. Oh, uh, and well, I did, I did I too. Know. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? See,
0: yes. that, yeah,
1: yeah, you know, the last three years. That's that's really interesting because I because I it was halfway through my sophomore year, I decided that's what I wanted to do and I wanted to get mm-hmm. through with school. And I did. I got through a lot quicker than everybody else because of all the time wasted, you know. And Mm -hmm. and I thought about that with my children because of what I do. And and I don't know if in the future that's not something that I incorporate, you know.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely respect that a lot. We appreciate that. So as we change directions because the time on the clock is, you know, we've been the longest. This is cool. I love, I'm, I'm loving this. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. If, if you had a magic wand right now, if I had a magic wand, and what you're about to say is going to come true, where would you be in five years? And the reason I ask that is because, in this way, because I want people to envision, which of course I know you've been on top, but I want you to really envision this because we, we asked that same question um, back in uh, February it was five year anniversary of us asking that same question to Kelsey Ballerini. And she's living exactly what she told us. So if it would for sure oh, wow. come true, we think that's pretty cool. That almost, I, I think the oh, only man. thing that she's not, not done, and, and somebody did tell me that she may have done this. One thing that she did say, she wants to headline an arena. I'm not sure if she's done it at that scale yet of the headlining. I don't know. But everything else she mentioned on there, she's done. So I know that she's at least done 95% of what she what she told us she wanted – where she wanted to be in five years. So I always ask that in a way because I want – you know, you get people on here, and sometimes they're they're like, I just want to be singing. I, I want a deeper answer than that. I want a vision. I want where, where you're going, where do you really want to be in five years. So if you had a magic wand, where would you be in five years?
1: And and you mean career-wise? Yeah. Well, it's very dreamy. It's definitely dreamy, but <laughs> I, I would – I, I've always envisioned myself, I would love to be, I see myself or want to be winning awards at the ACMs and CMAs mm-hmm. in recognition of female artists or album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see myself uh, doing my own headlining tour. You know, like, like you said, her answer was whether it be,
3: yeah.
1: you know, it, you know, will it be stadium size? Not sure or will it be just arenas or however Um, I see myself doing that I see myself having you know I I would love nothing more than to have a number one song I want to uh, I see myself publishing a book eventually especially with everything I've been through ups and downs in my career, personal life I think that will be something Mm
3: -hmm. that
1: I could not really even I want it to be interesting enough that it's not saying my story is not interesting but I want my story incorporated, but I also want to – I would love to do it in, like, a self-help kind of form, if I could integrate that in there, like Mm -hmm. getting through things and positivity and motivation, things like that, Um, and being able to – I see myself five years from now, and it's funny you use five years because I've been thinking a lot (laughs) to myself lately, like, in a five-year spell to a – you know, then the next five years will make it a decade – uh, in five yeah. years I will be um thirty eight years old. You know, I will still mm-hmm. be under forty years old. Like so for me, those two things and being able to, to maintain making a really excellent living yeah. for my children and incorporating them into my music the way I'd like to, whether it be in, in, in whether my son is touring in my band or helping mm-hmm. me produce records, um and you know, I don't know if it would be possible <sighs> until I can get myself back where I want to be in a say five years yeah. but something I've wanted to do is in the independent bracket you know you can't do it if you're signed under a label but I've wanted mm-hmm. to be successful enough to, to start my own label or to start my yeah. own publishing company that I'm bringing in people that I believe in like y'all are mm-hmm. doing with exactly. your radio show um, and of course that would mean helping them but also you know you're obviously going to make like a percentage if you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just like having uh, oh, a yeah. uh, publishing company or whatever. But those are the kind of things I, I see for myself,
0: and, mm-hmm. and I see myself being – Those are some of the stuff that we're planning on. Like I, I, own, I actually own the domain risingcountrystars.com, and I couldn't believe it was available a couple years ago, um, but I grabbed it when I seen it. Um, oh, yeah. One exactly. of my goals yeah, is, to is to do – Yeah, that is kind of surprising, is, isn't it? <laughs> Yep. And mm-hmm. one of my goals with that is eventually do a mag- a print magazine where cuz you know New Country Buzz is got is really focused on like not just the up and coming that are about to make it but also the up and coming that are fresh and new. Well, Rising Country Stars, my goal with that would be focus on where interviews with people that are like at that edge of breakthrough, like a Cody Johnson type thing. You know, those are type of the type of interviews I would would specifically be for – because, again, with print, you got to be careful because it's print is tough in this day and time. Um, but I think I think if people walked by the newsstand and seen Rising Country Stars magazine, I think they'd pick that up.
1: Oh, yeah, because so it's something kind of, they
0: feel like they don't know about yet.
1: Yep. It's not out there yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yep. like being on the
0: cusp. So, yeah. So that's kind of one of our things. As we start to wind this down, because on the clock this thing says, because it, it'll cut me off, you know, at <laughs> you know, in like nine minutes. So, um, if you had a friend, and let's say that they're, you know, they got a dream of doing what you do. They they, they want to do music and they want to do it full time and they want to do it big. And let's say that they actually do have a voice, because you know, there's a lot of people think they can sing, and we 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 know that there's a lot that don't can't. Um, but let's say that they do have a great voice. They Maybe they've played five to ten shows, so they're still fairly fresh there. Um, what advice would you give that person to help guide them over the next two, three, four years?
1: Well, I, I probably – I mean, this may sound very plain, but uh, – because I actually have um, – I don't differentiate or whatever. I, there's no favoritism to me between me and Josh Turner texting one another, and much as I respect him and where he's been – and then I've got, like, for instance, I'll throw his name out there, a buddy of mine named Dustin Collins, uh, mm-hmm. singer-songwriter, and he's a good friend of mine. And he tells me a lot of times, like, you're, you're, I don't know how I wound up you being. I've never really had a friend that was a girl, you know, that you're kind of like one of the guys, and you you encourage me, or <laughs> whatever. And my advice to him is, um, just stay level-headed, stay. Mm-hmm grounded and stay spiritual inside what you're mm. trying to accomplish
0: because love that
1: when you've got that root system and groundwork it's it's, it's just like a tree that grows strong you know what I mean it, it's yeah it's about the, the depth of it just don't get discouraged if you and if you do it's okay but just remember mm. We've all, like we talked about today, we've all been discouraged, whatever, just, just keep on plugging along and pray about things, yep. and things will eventually come to play. And that, that's, to me, would be, you know, I, I I tell, you know, I instruct my son the same way my son and my daughter and, and, and my mm-hmm. friends that uh, I've got in the industry trying to make it. And, um, you know, they're all like, wow, you know, like this thing is, how, how can you be that? You know, he's actually learning from me, I feel like. Because he's had some success, you know, like uh, independent success. But he, oh, wow. he, he, uh, he feels like it. it kind of, he's like, well, how can you be that real about it? Like, and and then where you've been, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, because yeah. we're all people <laughs> at the end of the day,
0: you know. Yep. But that's
1: my vibe: exactly. staying grounded, spiritual, you know, yep. and keeping God in things and praying about things.
0: Amen to that. Now, as we get to yeah. the last yeah. question here. Um, is there any question out there that you kind of wish people like us would ask but never do?
1: Um, That's a good question. question. Gosh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like I'm trying to think because it seemed like the other day I was thinking I thought of something random that I don't often <laughs> get asked or have never been asked. <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, a, a lot of times it's more pertaining to like uh, a lot of what we've touched on today, like maybe some questions about my parents
3: or yeah. and, and in
1: and it, and it regards mm-hmm. like an artist's parents or, or part of an artist's life that where the people that you really, really love and where, you know, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be born without your parents, yeah. you know. And, 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 um, and, and, see, I love to and, and, hear that because I want to know There's that. no recognition I, I, for
0: them a lot of times, you know. True, that's true. And see, and I love hearing that because again, the whole purpose of the show is to get deep into the artist's life, and I want the artist to be able to say, you know what, you you've covered what I would want. I love that.
1: Right, and you, and you did like that. Like y'all, the 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 special things y'all talked about today in a special way makes it special, just like what you're hoping to do. And and I I can tell that in every question that your heart's in it, and that is really cool for me because I love that sort of thing. I miss that. And I feel like that's not, that's what is missing in other interview sessions, segments, radio, real quick in and outs and whatever is really getting to know someone. And so yeah. I feel like you're hitting the nail on the head with y'all both are with what you're doing. And that, that would be something cool. You know, I think is maybe it's in some, and, and, you know, maybe it's an artist or whatever that maybe it's not a, a parent figure, but however, you know, like I feel like whoever influenced them in their mm. life to keep them motivated and stuff because you know, you've always got those folks in the background, you know, they don't ever get a whole lot of recognition, but yeah.
0: they they put yeah. you yeah. on and, and helped you, you know. So, you've got a couple minutes to just say, um, how can people reach you? now it's self promotion time?
1: Yeah, um, the simplest way is, is com is my central place of. You know, everything Ashton and Shepard is spelled S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Because some people have trouble finding me on and my social <laughs> media. Links are all on AshtonShepard.com. But for anyone that's just got your Facebook app on your phone, um, you can go to Facebook, type in Ashton Shepard, like my page. All that stuff really, really counts because everything's organic for me. And um, thanks to everybody that, that has supported me all along or or is just you know, newly supporting me, or, or finding out who I am, uh, and all of my music and links, and uh, whether it be Spotify and um, Apple Music, Google Play, whatever, whatever kind of phone you have, Android or iPhone. All that information also lives on my website, and I have a free newsletter people can sign up for to so they'll you know be the first to know like when new music comes out and what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I promote Facebook more than I got Instagram too and Twitter when people type in Ashley Shepard they can find me but Facebook is really my like live life site like even more than my website to me because I yeah. personally post everything Yeah. so I like people to follow me there because I feel like they get to know who I am
0: yeah exactly and you know we've really loved having you today Oh well been I've, really I've, I've been talking with
1: y'all it, Y'all have been like talking to family or something. It's just been wonderful and, and people can be you know, listen, of course we've got we all know we've dealing with this mess and put off and yeah. layoffs and whatever, but my um I got a new song that's coming out. Um you know, and it may be it was supposed to be you know, we're in you're right at the end of March now. We were hoping for like a first of April release on it, a couple of weeks of April and it may mm-hmm. be put off a little bit, but people can be uh looking for that and watching for that and uh,
0: awesome. we'll be
1: all that kind of stuff. So yeah.
0: And, you know, we hope that, you know, in the two, three, four months, six months, whatever, we'd hope to bring you back on for some updates.
1: Absolutely. I would love to. I right,
0: You know, and then we did, I, I set the clock for 90 minutes, and we're at one minute, 27 seconds left. I think we did a really <laughs> awesome job. <laughs> yeah. we, so I think we you, have. You, <laughs> we
1: have covered some ground, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. You have now become our <laughs> longest artist that we've been on here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, my Record. husband! I will tell him that. I will tell him that when we get off the phone. He's gonna go, yeah, because you talk so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love it. All right. All right. We love it though. But you know, we look forward to keeping up to date with you, and we'll definitely talk real soon. How's that?
1: Absolutely. I I really have enjoyed uh, y'all's company and and meeting y'all, speaking with y'all, and let's stay in touch. And we, we
0: will. will. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Thank
1: bye. you. Bye bye.